Anyway, it's, it's me on Absolute Radio with, em, with Emily D and Alan Cochran. <laughs> Text the show at 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's just I used to have a big, you know, TV chat show called the Frank Skinner Show. Yeah. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. Are you mooting like, the possibility oh, that we should much. christen this show a different thing? No, no. I'm oh, really come on. Point a bit of lemon over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it reminds um, me when I saw the gra- I went to the Grand Old Opry in Glasgow. It's a bit oh, like that. That must have been nice. Um, Frank Skinner <laughs> is hosting the one show. Um, this was actually an old tweet right. from last week, but I'm just wondering if when you do that, you say, is it called The One Show? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we had quite a debate at the beginning about how much I don't like the theme tune of The One Show. <laughs> Why not? Well, because... Why imagine, it, would you have, have had the nerve to go to the producers of The One <laughs> Show and said, yes, I finished that song you wanted for The One Show. Here it is, one... Da-da-da-da. One <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> blaring trumpets. One. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no. How do they wrap it up? Also, the woman's quite screechy. Who? What woman? The woman who sings one. Yeah, I think it's a communal um, voice, it's isn't a, it? Okay. Is it a chorus? Yeah, maybe it's a Spanish mother calling her child back in for dinner. Juan da da da. Anyway. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, here, um, <laughs> Frankie pa- Howard. Part work, part work alert. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the part work. Uh, right? Yes, for, darling. For new readers, I recently uh, purchased part one. Oh, part ones of part works is one of my great collecting things because they're all 99p mm-hmm. before they then zoom up to uh, whenever it is a tenner. But I bought um, build your own build your own X-wing recently. Just oh, the first yes. part. Um, Which we established was not for uh, your old girlfriends. Um, no, exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> very fine. Yeah. But I, um, I did. Uh, I worked out it would cost. Uh, or I found <laughs> out it would cost nine hundred and fifty pounds to build in its entirety. Um, mm. But I saw a new one advert. Uh, the advert starts, and a voice says. Learn the art of quilting with Peter Rabbit. I thought, oh. <laughs> come on! In. 99p, first part. <laughs> You'll get a needle, I should think, some cotton. Yeah. 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 It's a start, isn't it? The irony is there is a character, I think, called Cottontail. Cottontail, there yeah, is That's Cottontail. what they should have gone for as, as the masthead. I was always a Tiggy Winkle fan myself. <laughs> oh, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless. Wow. So... Um, <laughs> First link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, record. I had a... Now, this way... You're right, I'm turning into Frankie. Yeah, oh, now. I had um, a moral dilemma last uh, last weekend. Oh, and I had, I had three... <laughs> I had three possible... Oh, we know how these end up. <laughs> I had three possible events I could uh, attend. Oh, yeah. Um, Fulham versus West Bromwich Albion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that far. You know, so that to me, though it's an away game, he's much nearer yeah. than a home game. Um, a, a screening at the BFI of, uh, uh, from the Doctor Who Classic series, and I would have met for the first time Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant. Lovely. The, the sixth Doctor and his assistant. Oh, we knew that. Um, of course. Perpigillian Brown. And also, Google it. Uh, and the other one was a, a kids' picnic. 
guess which one I went to. Uh, <laughs> Kids picnic. Yeah, of course. Oh. I mean, this, this is what happens, isn't it? And I thought, well, you know, I've missed out on these other two things, but um, I would have liked to have met, you know, uh, Perry and the Sixth Doctor. But hey. Mm. So I thought I've done the good deed. I had a nice day at the picnic, as it turned out. But I mean, mm-hmm. I went home with the warm glow. I got home and I. First thing I did when I walked in the house was fall down the stairs. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, you had one of your falls. Oh, man. It's a horrible feeling, isn't it's it? It's really horrible, because mm-hmm. it's like falling over. Oh, I, can't, I actually can't yeah. bear it. Because mm-hmm. I fell over with her, and then I slid down the stairs. And this is like a second where you're thinking, will this ever stop? <laughs> <laughs> will I ever also, stop sliding? may I point something oh. out about your stairs, which I'm sure you need no reminder of? They do curve round. They so do. Did you fall into the curve? Um, I actually felt I fell post curve, but oh, I told someone about it's a this. Descent. I, I mean, it was really. It, it's a bit like I fell, and then you know when when bullies used to stand either side of you in the corridor and all sort of punch you as you went past. That's what mm-hmm. the stairs were doing to oh, me yeah. as I went. Now down. you know how we felt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish looking back, I see it's all come back to me. Oh, that's a that's a lot of stairs, I'd say. It was horrible, actually. I lie on the stairs oh. and Kath ran out and I said, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" And I just lie on the stairs. I got winded from behind. Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. It's now going to be the title of my memoir. <laughs> Winded from behind. Yeah, but I lay there and I thought, have I broken my back? Have I, you have might I want to b- see what other memoirs are going to market at the same time in case there's a few yeah. others with that title. But while I was still lying there, I was thinking, you know, I need to change my life. <laughs> it's a real sort of like a big moment. There's no time yeah. for contemplation straight after a fall. But the irony... Oh, he ma- he I, makes I must, everything poetic. I, I must move on it. because I think uh, um, the, the producer is getting... That's outraged. what Kath but, said when you fell down the stairs. Yes, <laughs> more... Oh, it was, honestly, it was horrible. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so that was, uh, it was... It was a terrible thing, the falling down the stairs. You feel shaken, don't you, post-fall? Oh, really? Oh. I've still got... I think I've... I, you know when you get a really you hard... You your cor- you know, as well. Yeah, I miss, but I missed that bit. I sort of went... Like, it hit the kidneys, you see. Oh. So it was like a big kidney punch. Listen, I've got to tell you this. I have many... I've had... I have many um, gifts arrive on this show. I've had some real beauties over the years. <laughs> the way you said that, you sounded like Omar Sharif or something. Yes. I have many gifts arrive on this what's, show. What's the thing they use on... Um, the, the, the youth on the network thing? Gift. Hashtag gift something. Gifted. Hashtag, hashtag gifted, yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, so... Um, Hashtag yes, if you get a freebie, I'll have so to I've had it. some. I mean, this morning, the, the, the readers have utterly excelled themselves. Right. Oh, your cups are running over. They mm. are, yes. Um, leave it. Yes, yeah, all right when they say it. <laughs> yeah, leave it. <laughs> so, um, I'm just reaching across. The, a, a man has drawn for me, and I'm going to tell you his name. He's called uh, John. 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 I think that might be all I've got. Uh, and John has done a drawing. Oh, no, he's, I've got one here. John Hadnam. Oh. He has done a drawing, an amazing drawing, of me as captain of West Bromwich Albion. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a team shot, and the team is of my heroes. Wow. So it's, it's, it's mainly um, the doctors from Doctor Who. Right. Wow. Um, 
behind me, all in mm. West Brom kit. Marky Smith, I think, is also there. But the front row, from left to right, mm. George Formby, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> me, Elvis and John Wayne. Good lineup. <laughs> but it's really good. That is so a good that, lineup. That's, that is uh, a spectacular. Yeah, there's others, but I'm going to I'm going to yeah. stagger. I'm going to stagger my gifting. Today. Okay. What a lovely thing. Yeah. It is. It's, uh, it's spectacular. Um, also this yes. week, I was in Hull, Kingston upon Hull. You, uh, oh, that's where the producer uh, comes from. It is, yeah. You've been to Hull and back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I phoned the producer saying, uh, asking her for things. Re- I found her for <laughs> recommendations. What, what to do? Recommendations. So she said, uh, Carvery. No, she said there's a place called, um, what was it? Filthy Stevens. Oh, I, let's leave this. I don't want, I don't want to. Thieving Harry's, yes. Which was very nice, I must say. I'd recommend it if you're in uh, Hull. But there was uh, two guys in there uh, sitting next to us. Mm. And there was me, my... Uh, Who's asked, please? My tour manager, Omar, and Pierre, my, uh, my support act. So we were sitting ready for me, and there's these two guys, and they were going, got really excited about mm-hmm. something. And this one said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the accent, Sarah. Forgive me." Go on. He said, uh, "Stick around. There's gonna be a really funny, funny thing in a minute." He said, "If you want to see the angriest man in the world, stick around. This will be brilliant." And I said, "What's happened?" He said, "He said, look at this," and he, he tipped a pot of pepper into a cup of cappuccino and then mixed it all up. He said, my dad's coming in a minute. He said, he's like angriest man in the world. Stick around for this. So he really, really <laughs> built it up. And they were sitting, they'd, they'd sit, wait, they'd sit for a bit, then they'd go, <laughs> just in anticipation of, uh, of dad turn. We were getting anxious. I mean, oh, yeah. he really put a lot of pepper in. <gasps> it was... Uh, <laughs> what, so did the dad turn up? More after oh, this. Oh. I can't wait. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, um, where were we? I feel he left us on tension. Oh, it was yes. a cliffhanger, wasn't there? Yes, so these guys had said, uh, stick around, is what they said. Stick around. What on earth was that noise? That, that's Frank's, it'll be Frank's phone. There's some weird doctor who noise on it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I've, yeah, you can sorry. always say there's like the TARDIS or some <laughs> alien or something. No, sorry. Oh, I, that was completely... That's the least professional thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, come, come. I've had a, 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 a Stop news alert about Tom Watson in the middle of an oh, anecdote. was it? <laughs> I'm glad it's about Tom Watson. I yeah, thought something had happened to uh, one of the doctors. He shot at <laughs> people in a McDonald's. Hank. I didn't see that coming. Hank, stop it. Um, oh, God, the biggest news story ever. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it makes a change from your usual a... news alerts. <laughs> a Cyberman got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it would be a shot, though, because uh, Tom yeah. Watson's lost weight. You wouldn't think he'd been at McDonald's. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So okay. these guys are saying, stick, so stick around, was what they said. Stick around. We should if, say, in case people are just joining a, us, because yeah. this is a great beginning to an anecdote, yeah, I have to sure. say. Uh, Al, well, what happened? Uh, some mischievous people sat near Frank have um, filled a cappuccino full of pepper. 
Yes, yeah, for their dad. Stick around if you want to see a man get very angry. <laughs> oh, and it's in Hull. Yeah, it's yes. in Hull, yeah. Which I, I'm told that's not a great Hull accent, but give me a break. Yeah. I mean, it's the North, that accent, you know, so... Uh, so anyway... I've practised it Imagine as much it, as the it's all right when they say it. So anyway... He, yeah, so, so, so he, arri- he arrives, the, the guy. He's one of their dads, What's he like? He was a big, strong-looking... He looked like a man who could... Um, uh, could handle himself? He got, mm-hmm. Yeah, could handle... Could uh, yeah. If he'd have got... I, I became... Because we were sort of trapped in a corner behind uh, the pepper cappuccino. Let's call it the peppuccino. Yes. Oh, I like the pepper cappuccino, though. Um, and I thought if he does um, become violent, we'll be, we'll be very close. We'll be ringside yeah. seats, more, ring, more ringside than I would like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he arrived and he's, you know... He was very uh, normal, all right. It wasn't. There was no hogging. No. And uh, well, I said, "We." Uh, what are you expecting? Do you want to go to therapy together? And the, the guys went into you know um, local rep mode. We've got you. We got you some. Uh, we got you a coffee, Dad. You know, very straight. Anyway, he had a, a big man-sized swig. <gasps> How were you feeling when he took the oh, swig? Man, I, my, my, I could feel the pulses in my throat. You know, you know those pulses. <laughs> There's like a heartbeat that happens in your throat. You know that one. Yeah. I could feel that. And uh, he said uh, he took a big swig. He put it down. He said, uh, "There's pepper in that." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it wasn't at all. You know, stick around if you want to see. They should have said stick around if you want to see some genuine. Northern melancholy. Because <laughs> he said to me, he turned to me and he said, do you think that's a nice thing to do to a, a man my age? Still working? Still working. Still working. Oh, I mean, it was like some, you know, socialist tract. Brilliant. Oh, it's and, and then, a bit Arthur Miller play. And yeah, and so one of them said, uh, I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you another coffee. So I sat down. It was so right. It was no, like, it started off French fast and then it went Samuel Beckett. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit Alan Bleasdale yeah. by the end to me. Yeah, so the build-up the build up had been so like a festival. You know, it was like the opening of the one show. Oh. Uh-huh. Pepper, da-da-da-da, pepper, da-da-da-da. And, and then at the end, yeah, and he just sort of uh, got pepper in it. <laughs> Still working. I mean, it's the poignancy. Oh, no, that's yeah. the thing. It was it was post comma the sentence. So Doing what did he say? Man my age, still working. Oh God! Awful. Unless it was man my age, full stop, and he was directing that at you as a question. <laughs> really, I've never felt more back amongst the working classes. I I, mm-hmm. I, I would have ousted Tom Watson there and there. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we actually received a text message about your gig in Hull during the week. Uh, no refunds. Good to get that in straight away. Yeah, exactly. That's not what it's about. I actually get people out saying, I'm desperate to see Frank and I can't get tickets. And I, I just, you know, I mean, what can I say? Yeah, He's I just, a popular man. Okay. I, I don't try and pull any favours for old friends that are trying to get in to see Frank. I think, <laughs> you know, use the proper channels. <laughs> um, um, uh, anyway, just seen Frank at Hull City Hall and wanted to clear up the medical wristbands the entire audience were wearing. Yes, oh. uh, yeah, I, uh, there was. I spoke to a, there was an older man. Oh, uh, oh right, in, and he had a it, what I thought was a hospital wristband. I thought he. <laughs> yeah. uh, I said I was looking for the drip on him. Did you um, make but, fun of him? Um, <laughs> 
Well, I wouldn't say I made fun of him exactly. We spoke yeah. about the wristband, I meant. Well, yeah. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, it was something to do with the toilet. Is yes, the toilets at the venue were being renovated, so we were all kindly given special wristbands, which allowed us to leave the venue. To well, I'm going to change a word here to use the public toilets across the road from the venue. Have you heard of, ever heard of anything so incredibly third world? Hope <laughs> 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 well, Frank enjoyed his time in the city of culture. Well, there are two. Th- <laughs> there are two things about this. One is why do you need a pass to use a public toilet? Good point. And the other one is, um, as I said at the time, whenever you see anyone with one of those, they were like you know little, very noticeable wristbands. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see anyone in. Um, in London in one I was saying it means that you can get into the hospitality area at a Rolling Stones gig or, or something like that yeah. in Hull it means you can get into a public toilet <laughs> <laughs> and people say there's a north-south divide oh, no yes. I don't understand oh by the way my, my tour manager Omar I said to him uh, I mean I've been feeling sorry for myself for the fall down the stairs because my, my kidneys still still hurt from the mighty thump they took I said oh. uh, he said he uh, said so I saw him. I said, "I was your, I was your, I was Saturday." I said, uh, "I fell down the stairs. It was really." Uh, and he he laughed. The tour manager. Yeah. Oh. And I said, uh, "What?" He said, "Was you doing that thing?" And I said, uh, "What?" And he'd heard the radio show last week, and I was talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. as a kid. I had the idea of if I jumped from the bottom <laughs> stair one yeah. day and then went up. He thought I was trying that at yeah. home. <laughs> I have to say, I'm 62. I have to say, Omar's thought process has been echoed by a few text oh, messages it? as well. Oh, has yeah. it? I mean, I, I have to say, I think the window for me trying that jumping from the top of the stairs has gone in yeah. my life. Oh, okay. So other people have thought it wasn't. It was ironic. Don't I punish think. them for paying attention to you. No, no, oh, I wasn't. My I advice. never punished anyone. <laughs> so I was listening. I was at I was at a hotel in um, in Hull. I won't name it. The Double Tree. And um, anyway, one fifty nine. One fifty nine. Goes off and it, it's the oh. old. Uh, I thought it was Pat Sharp DJing. No, Alan Carr was in the room next door. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a great time. Anyway. Um, it was an alarm, but the alarm did that for a bit and then says, oh. please leave your home. It's got one of those oh, no. and it was terrifying. Oh, don't say you had to leave the building. Well, of course, the joy with me is that in, in, in hotels, because the duvets in hotels are basically like low-lying cloud, they're, never, they're nowhere near the toggage I have at home. I sleep well, in so many clothes. Here. I just got up, put shoes on, and went straight. I <laughs> oh was, dear! Yeah, I was. I, you know, I already had a thermal top, a t-shirt, Whoa. and uh, and a tracksuit top on. Inside <laughs> the bed. In bed. Yeah. What about? Oh, really? <clears throat> They're always. I'm always cold in hotel beds. The the duvets are a disgrace. <laughs> and I'm not singling out Double Tree, which was actually a, a nice hotel in many aspects. Yes. Although. That was probably Middle the quiet alarm. It's probably the, you... the quietest my room had been all night was when the alarm went oh, off. Dear. There was oh. you know when you think, oh that must be the air conditioning, there was this sound going oh. I 
can I play? Am I allowed to play something off my phone that Please I recorded? Do. Because uh, I yeah. had this problem. You know, I moved rooms not long ago as a result of um, being too close to the bar, and I could hear the dishwasher being slammed shut. Oh, and I said, I don't, I, I don't. Well, th- this was my room. I'm going to play this now. I recorded it because I, I couldn't, I could scarcely <laughs> I believe like it. Frank Al up against the wall. I re- so I recorded, I, I switched off all the air con and everything so that I knew, I took the, the card out of the power thing and uh-huh. it was still making this. This was my room. I, I recorded this, I think, at about 3.40am, I think it was. I could be wrong, but early hours. Here we go. I hope you can hear that at home. I can hear it. I think Kraftwerk had the room upstairs. <laughs> I was going to say, put a solid beat under that, and that's the kind of stuff I drive listening to. And that was really, I mean, incredibly She's loud. our yeah. she's looking <laughs> So that was a lovely, restful night. What did, can I ask <laughs> what you do in those situations? Well, what, what I should have done, looking back maybe, was I should have phoned down. Yeah. And said, but if you phoned down, I mean, I've, if I watch that video, I Actually, I I close in on the the bedside clock to show what time it is. <laughs> Ready for the conversation I was about to have at reception the next morning. Stanley Kubrick. If, I want to have a look at this scene. If you phone down, then then. Um, you got no chance, really. It was three o'clock in the morning. Well, there won't be an engineer in the building. No. I tell you who you get. You get They'll your nylon you waistcoated, bless his heart, the yeah, youth. exactly. And it's going to be 5am by the time you've you've settled. So in the end, I, I put earplugs in, which still sounded like that. Pillow <laughs> over the head. Hope for the best. I pulled my tracksuit top That's off That's rather cruel. It wasn't their fault. <laughs> 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 but, oh, have you ever heard anything like it in all your life? Skinner. Absolute radio. Can I say a rather lovely thing happened is uh, both members of the staff got their sent their parents along to see both the boys. Oh, this is, week. That, is that right? Sarah's parents uh, were sent off. I mean, I say sent off as if they were unwilling to see Frank, and Faye's parents were sent to see uh, Alan. Mm-hmm. In I Stratford. Did, I did a gig at the Royal Shakespeare Theatre. Oh, goodness me. me. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Hull. <laughs> yeah. Hull yeah. truck, they got a Hull truck. I actually really liked Hull, I must say. Great. Though I did Hull. see a man out walking with no shirt on about seven o'clock at night. <laughs> Was it a nice day, though? Um, it wasn't that nice. It's a nice day if you... Build it up. Yeah. Well, Colette says, uh, good morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Lovely. Very nicely. Very polite. Mm -hmm. I was just eating some crisps and was wondering, does Frank still have crisps, sandwich and local postcard as his rider on tour? I've I've dropped local postcard. To be honest, I don't have I don't have enough oomph in the business now to get to make those kind of demands. <laughs> Can I just say though, it sounds like Omar's doing that. a very good job of sorting out some of your stranger demands. Well, uh-huh. I say well, I had one um, I had one beef. We sorted with, out uh, the hotel. She's not on the on the rider. And I'd, they were lovely, by the way. The hotel. Can I we say? We should establish. I should say the Dub- mm. Double Tree Hotel. The next day, were incredibly apologetic about yes. the. Um, 
about the brutalist room. <laughs> Most Alan thing you've ever said. No, they were, though. They were very... They were Because, you know, sometimes they say... Uh, obviously, I, I'd got a recording, which helped. Yeah, yeah, that helped. But sometimes they say, oh, well, could it be in your phone or something? Oh, yeah. But, no, they oh, were yeah. very they were very. Can I say I used it? my ingenuity to uh, to fix a room on, on last last week? Oh. I was staying in a, in a pub that had, like, nice... Uh, like ensuite, a gastro gastro yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lovely. And there was a a light in the <laughs> ceiling. You know these ones where you've turned all the lights off, but there's like a safety oh. light, like a little green bulbed, too bright. It was really bright. And yeah. unusually, my wife had come. We were attending a wedding, so we were staying. Normally, it's just me. Yeah. And and I thought, I can't have this. Not when I've... Not when there's both. Like, with it's me, I just, I, I just get on with it, put two pillows over my head or whatever. And I said to her... Um, we need something like have you got a plaster or anything? I've chewed some gum. <laughs> wow! And then stuck a little bit of the wrapper over oh, the light. Shut up! I've got photos. I've got Frank recorded it. I've it got sizzling? pictures. No, no, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. I didn't even complain. I just took it off the following morning. Little top tip for any uh, listeners who have an ambient light in hotels problem. If anyone was thinking of uh, if they spotted Frank or Alan and <laughs> thought, oh, steal that celebrity's phone, don't bother. Because <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> I, I, I might put some vocals over the sound of my hotel room. One. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Can I just do a quick? Um, can I just do a quick thank you? Um, I've had um, already uh, told you about one fabulous gift. I had a gift today, which um, not only was I delighted with, I can honestly say I was genuinely moved by it. Um, this is from Pete, as far as I can tell, and all the team at Design Works. And you will not believe this, but some of you will know I once played. Um, Perkins in uh, in Doctor Who, the chief engineer. Have I never brought it up before? <laughs> Did not know that yeah. part of your CV. The uh, chief engineer. Oh, we lived through that on the Orient <laughs> Express in space. Yeah. And um, Design Works, incredibly, have made a figurine. I'm going to call it of Perkins, which is absolutely. Un- I can't tell you. I don't think I've ever received anything which has uh, given me such a such a whiz bang. So uh, well, I'll put a picture of it on the uh, on our Instagram. It's brilliant. So uh, really, thank you a million times over. I mean, it's going to uh, pale somewhat next to the picture of the chewing gum wrapper that I stuck to a light in a hotel. But oh, no. sure and what was Frank's reaction? He was very impressed. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, top end, I think. He said that's top end. <laughs> top end bit of a bodge light covering. It was very sweet, you two congratulating each other yeah. over all your make, do and mend hotel business. <laughs> yeah, I'd, fi- I'd fixed an electric kettle in a... Uh, not the double tree where the Strange kettle was found. Strange Katy Perry song. Yeah. I... <laughs> fixed electric kettle and, and I, I liked it. it. <laughs> Can I say in every instance, I found it very sweet because I would always have called the authorities mm. or an authority figure, even if that is a 16-year-old in the nylon hotel blazer. Yeah. I... <laughs> just don't want to get involved in those shenanigans. 
I don't yeah. want to put my hands in sockets and, you know. For me, it's the idea of repacking in the middle of the night and changing rooms. I oh, know, that, oh, was, that was what put me in the, in the craft work room. Well, you had all your clothes on, didn't you? <laughs> well, had several hey, outfits think... worth of... Yeah, but I'll tell you, can I tell you something about the craft work room? This is, this is the only moment I've had Can with I say, they should rename it that. Yeah. Craftwork yeah. Suite. Um, now on. I've had, uh, this is my only moment I had with uh, the tour manager, Omar, so far. Mm-hmm. Is that he's, he's, when I told him about this room and played him the recording at breakfast, they were all, God, that's terrible. But then he said, oh, what we did with the, he said, what I did with the, uh, the key, the key cards, he said, because the rooms are all the same, I just, um, I just handed them out randomly. I oh. said, so hold on. So that should have been Pierre's room that I was in. Oh, and I, no. I likened it to when... Oh, Mark, uh, can I just say I do apologise? When Buddy Holly um, got on the plane that someone else had bought the ticket, the plane <laughs> that he perished in, he should never have been on that plane. That doesn't sound melodramatic of you <laughs> at all. Do you know what, Al? I bet he said that to Omar as well. <laughs> I did say that. Oh, of you course did. I did. I also said, it's already on Pierre having a good night's sleep. He's doing 20 minutes. I'm doing an hour and a half. Good point. Equally, you Pierre, I apologise to you as well. <laughs> you tell them. I tell you, when, <laughs> I was just men. a terrible God, God night. Your and, and for what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But it's all it, going well. What, Omar that. sorted it all out. He didn't wait to be asked. He got on with it. Thank yeah, you. Yes, OK. You are. You've become his defender. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and Omar? You see one pair of pink Dot Martins and you've, they've won you over instantly. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. By the way, it's a quadruple uh, rollover tonight. What's that? On the lottery. Is it? What's that? What's a little rollover? Quadruple rollover is when someone hasn't won for, what, what is it, five weeks or something like four weeks. Oh, um, that's nice. What I like about it is a lot more people buy lottery tickets mm-hmm. that do, week. Do you do lottery? No. But I am fascinated that people think, oh, it's a quadruple rollover, I'll get a ticket this week. Because I, I wouldn't bother for the normal <laughs> form. You know, it's not worth it, is it, for like four million? Yeah. But if this is big money, I'm going to have a go at this. Just yeah. bear in mind when you buy those lotto tickets, it, it rarely ends well. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, it does for the lotto, it does, you know. They, they do revert they, to their previous... Um, they've ceased to yeah. be celebrity figures, haven't they? In the early Doesn't days. It's a shame, really, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, where are they now? Let's not... Let's not find out. Okay. We've had some emails in, in the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So> we've had <laughs> some of them. Um, Email? We've had, we have had some emails, now. Just a, a quick email. Uh, Do you want the email corner jingle? If you've still got oh, it. Wow. Dust it off. Email. Okay, timing was a bit off. Good, I thought. Um, just wanted to communicate the rumours that goalkeeper David James and his partner Nadia are to dance a foxtrot to the tune of Three Lions on Strictly tonight, Prisoner 561. Yes, I've, uh, I've heard that. You've heard that rumour? I must say, we never really wrote it as a, as a dance piece. Well, let's see how that goes. Well, it's not a You Look Wonderful Tonight. I mean, no. I love that song. I don't know if I'd have it as first dance unless I was marrying a footballer. Mm-hmm. I remember um, a, a, a Norwegian um, dance with the stars, or whatever it was called, oh, yeah. and uh, 
a, a footballer doing a, a sort of keepy-oppy type dance routine. Really? Oh. Some, yeah, that was terrible. Mm. That sounds absolutely awful. What, because what I what will be good about it is it won't, it won't be me and Dave singing. It will be there, you know, their live oh. jazz guys. Oh, oh football <laughs> is coming home. Frank, hey, there'll Harry be a woman So many jokes, so many tears. It's all going to be that, yeah. Everyone, I said, everyone needs to know the score. <laughs> they have <laughs> seen it all before. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, they're going to murder it. Oh, Frank, you know what I can't wait for? And I'll be dancing. No, just no. There'll be lots of brass on there. And I'll be... Ah, 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 dancing. <laughs> Football is truly coming home. <laughs> yeah. David James floundering around like a, like a great porpoise. They'll have... Oh, can you imagine the set-up as well, Frank? There'll be, there'll be some sort of... Um, they'll have to set it up like, obviously, football-themed. You oh, know, when they dress yeah. the set, there'll be props akimbo. There'll be, yeah. There'll some be sort of gloves. Do you think they'll get him to do a deliberate... Because he was known as like, cal- Calamity dress, James. Yes. Oh, they'll get him yeah. to do a deliberately drop the ball thing. I just don't think... No, I know at the end what will happen. You know when they end up in the final position... What's the what's the end to that Get song? Out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I don't think that'll happen for weeks. <laughs> no, carry on. I can't. <laughs> it's not a prediction. It's, it's not Mystic Meg. I mean, we we don't do predictions on this show. No. Anyway, I look, I look forward to seeing it. So does he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're on to email two in the corner. Email two now. Shall I deal with this one, Al? Can I do Please. the jingle one more time, see if I can get the timing better? Sure. Email. Yeah, very. Not much of a gap. Okay, this is from Tim Waterfield. Okay. Catching up on the podcasts, I heard Frank speak recently about misheard lyrics in Glenn Campbell's Rhinestone Cowboy. Let me stop it there. What I don't want anyone to send in is misheard lyrics like, you know, the comedy misheard lyrics. Me ears are alike. Yeah, or, you know, spare him his life for these hot sausages or anything like that. We don't want (laughs) all of them out. That is good. Yeah. (laughs) No. We we don't don't want that. No, you want want capital two doors down. We're talking about... (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about a different. I would say. How would you describe these sort of? What shall I? Shall I? uh, We we need to go to a break here, but um, so let's. I just want to end on where in just to give people an example of what it's like. Where in Frank's version, courting letters was an improvement on the original cards and letters. Yes, and this is about when you genuinely mishear a lyric, but the one that you heard was better than the original. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I honestly thought Niche. Glenn Campbell said courting letters from people I don't poetic. even know. Yes. Which I think was good because courting suggests he was this bombkin, which is what it's about, this guy who comes into the big city still using the old terminology. And courting letters, which, you know, from people I don't even know are even more outrageous that they should be so intimate as strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually cards and letters, which is rather pedestrian. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
We were mid-email. Yes, we were. If that's okay. Tim Waterfield. We were on to um, lyrics that you've accidentally improved was the topic, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. So this was regarding, he cited Rhinestone Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, you'd mistaken courting letters and you thought that was an improvement on the original cards and letters. Definitely. Tim Waterfield had a similar experience recently, he says, with Aretha Franklin's I Say a Little Prayer. Moment I wake up before I put on my makeup, it's coming home. <laughs> Sorry. A little preview of Strictly for later those of you, for you. Those of you who don't know the song. The second verse starts. <coughs> I run for the bus, dear. Do you remember that? Yeah. And to my ears, the next line was, and while running, I think of us, dear. That was always... And while running, I think of us, dear. Okay, yeah. Yeah. This was always one of my favourite lines in any song. The idea that someone is so in love that they even think about them through the panic of running for a oh, bus. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Imagine Very good. I like that. my dismay <laughs> when I... You like that. <laughs> that's good, though, isn't it? Imagine loving some, so, so much you think about when you're running for the bus. That's amazing. Yeah. You'd think at least that would be a bit of time out from the agony well, of loving it. someone. Well, that's it. It's the idea that you're so focused on that mm. task mm. and mm. yet... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, imagine my dismay. <laughs> no, I'll stop it. <laughs> imagine my dismay when I recently discovered that the line is actually, and while riding, I think of us, dear. So she's actually talking about a situation which is essentially dead time. Yeah. When it would be pretty damning not to think about the other person. Exactly. On a bus, you're scratching around for things to think about. You'd hope they'd crop up the person you're obsessed (laughs) with. So Tim's interested mainly, I sound like he's on a dating uh, website, but he would like to meet... Um, readers with uh, who have other examples of what he calls the BML, the better misheard lyric. Yes, it's great yeah, abbreviation it's, it's, as well. Too. Yeah, it's so, yeah, so you're improving it. I mean, we had a debate. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't a debate. You corrected me, in fact, um, recently. Sounds yeah. unlike me. Yes, <laughs> it was. It, it was a fully blown um, correction. I mm. can't find the jingle. Yeah. Anyway, so um, oh, this one will do. depressing. Yeah, I think we used that when... Um, <laughs> During the Civil War? <laughs> no, when um, Pep Guardiola used to wear a yellow ribbon for Catalonian independence. <laughs> That's right. Nevertheless, now we were talking about um, Heart of Glass, yes. and you, you said to me that... Um, I'll tell you the lyric. Yeah. One time love and it was a gas. Yeah, I've... Seemed like the real thing, only to find. And then you said... Mucho mistrust. Love's gone behind. Mucho mistrust. What's the next bit? Love's gone behind. Yes, mucho mistrust. Love's gone behind. Much mistrust. Yeah, so a lot of mistrust. Mm -hmm. Love's gone behind. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I've heard that shouted before. Yes. But 
I thought it was mutual mistrust not far behind. And now that is a better lyric because mutual mistrust shows the terrible jungle of a new relationship when neither of you can really trust the other and you're so frightened of losing each other that you end up losing each other because of the exhibition of that mistrust. Mm -hmm. And not Mm. far behind, it's always behind every... It's hiding in the shadows constantly. Mucho mistrust, love's gone behind. argue, if you don't mind, that hers is merely an abbreviated form of what you're saying. She's Christmas Ooh. future, you're Christmas past. But love's gone behind. It means there's no more love anymore as a result of mistrust. Is she, when she says love's gone Her behind... Her are all over the shop, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Is she saying that it's like an eclipse... Oh, I see, that no. mucho mistrust is the moon moving across the bright light of uh, love. So love's gone behind. No, I oh, saw right. it as a lot of mistrust, but love's gone. OK. We've got li- um, I mean, Lizzie I think they has might said... argue it's pop music and we shouldn't scrutinise it as detailed as this. Oh, no, but there's guess. no harm in improving anything, oh. I always well, what think. What fun were you at three in the morning in the <laughs> university room? <clears throat> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was mending the light. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Alex from Didcot... Yeah. And we're being quite strict about the better misheard lyrics. I believe lyric. they've um, blown up the big chimneys at Didcot. You know those big industrial chimneys, lovely slim waist, you see? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, about three or four of them uh, went. I just had my photo took with them a few days before me and Kath were on a walking trip. Did you? I think they've gone. Oh. Not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Didcot. They're quite popular, those demolition videos, aren't they? Um... Oh, yes, I think they are. Yeah. I went to see Fred Dibnar live once. It was yeah. a man who uh, was a celebrity demolitionist. That's right. <laughs> Can you believe that such a man what a great existed? Job, yeah. Uh, so Alex... He was Dib- very good at it, to be fair. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you don't want to be around a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to, to, to make money. It's a very Hilary Duvet, <laughs> the sort of uh, waste disposal tycoon. Yeah. What was she haulage? No, uh, she was, she uh, was pallet, pallets, pallets, wasn't she? Yeah, oh, pallets, pallets, pallets wanted. But I think she, in the end, she became... Uh, I like an amusement arcade uh, tycoon. Mm-hmm. That's my favourite. Um, Alex from Didcot says... She became a haulage czar. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be a czarina? A czarina. Mm-hmm. I'm undecided on whether it's an improvement, but I've always heard the line forever in blue jeans from the song of the same name as Reverend Blue Jeans. And I still do now, despite knowing otherwise. I thought it was a reference to feeling godlike, strutting uh-huh. it in some tight denim. Oh, Reverend right. blue jeans. See, for me, it makes me think of those slightly tragic Anglican vicars who try to, <laughs> try to appeal to, the, the, to young people, as they like to call them, <laughs> and wear jeans. Sometimes they'll wear like a leather jacket and have a motorbike and, uh, and, or maybe do a sermon um, through the medium of, of a ventriloquist dummy who's got a, like a pong hairstyle. I'm sensing you don't like those. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame because I, I, I think they're quite attractive. Oh, OK. OK, I'm sorry. I'm not thinking of the Reverend Richard Coles, if that's what you're... That's what no, I I'm talking about the flea bag thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, was, yeah. he was a Catholic priest. Now we're talking a bit of class. <laughs> Different class. 
Wasn't no, it was Easter the stuff. leather jacket and the jeans mixed with the... I don't know, with the clergy. I, I, find, I found that pleasing. Yeah. OK? Mm-hmm. OK. Each to his We've got a uh, we've got a history of discussing the big food stories of yes. the day on this show, and uh, and there's been um, there's been a news story that's gone viral, if I may say, mm. uh, where a person, a foodie, has uh, put a picture up on online of her cottage pie creation, mm. which uses rather than the traditional mashed potato and mm. and if I may say a sprinkle of cheese, she's gone with them. Um, <laughs> I'd rather you didn't say that. You don't want me to say that? Don't say She's that gone with a layer of potato waffles. And, uh, waffly versatile. They are. They are. Clearly they are. <laughs> Again, demonstrated that they're waffly versatile. Is um, that, does that show our age, though? That When I say potato... Could you ever say bird's eye potato waffles without finishing no, that? Impossible. No. <laughs> I can't even say it in my own voice. I have to go in that 1920s uh, amplification system. Me too. Potato, potato, waffles, waffly versatile. This is the happiest I've ever felt on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's they go with, and then there's a list of things oh, they, they go, go with. with. I mean, it's a bit strictly. Re- Maybe re- ridiculous. Da- I might do my dance to that if I ever went on it. Mm-hmm. Continue. Okay. Um, well, she's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she split opinion. The internet, oh, uh, some of the internet, believe it or not, is outraged. Ah, what? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Someone's finally pushed them yep. over the edge. They're normally so mild mannered and patient. I know it's a place people go for zen. Who'd have thought that this, <laughs> this would be the story that yeah. made them angry and, and slightly abusive? <laughs> I like the look of it. I say I obviously haven't tasted it, but I like the look of it. It, it oh, looks really? I well, think it, look, it looks gross. I think it, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a modern cottage. Can't please all of the people, can you? <laughs> no, but it's, it looks like it's got solar panels on the cottage. Nice. Which, I mean, yeah. this weekend of all weekends couldn't be more opposite. You're right. Surely. Good point. She put it on rate my plate. Which oh, shouldn't okay. be a food website. <laughs> that should be a pottery website, shouldn't it? Oh, I, yeah. I grew up in London, you or, see. Um, I would have said feet. I think it could Plate. be, yeah. Plate, plates Scott, of meat. Skull oh. operation uh, website. <laughs> so People have got a fight in their head. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did? I interviewed Martin Kemp once. He's got a metal plate in his head. And I has said, how, how do you get on at... Um, airports and that. And I actually had a proper professional industrial detectorist metal detector held it on his head and it went off. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that was classy. Yeah, well, it's that kind of show. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This uh, this character that's done the... uh, Cottage pie with the uh, like police loads <laughs> camera action. <laughs> exactly. Mince and then potato waffles. Quiet afternoon on Dagenham High Street until this joker <laughs> <laughs> decides he's going to try a uh, so-called three-point turn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, I hate to be a pedant, but that's been changed to a turn in the road now. So. <laughs> It's not yeah. a three. You can do it in... You oh, know, just on. see all the people, they don't like targets anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I just ask quickly, is it true that they phased out the emergency stop? 
Oh, I don't know about that. 8, I, don't 12, think, 15. I don't think you can phase out the emergency <laughs> stop as a no, driving phenomenon. It's not in the driving test anymore. Really? I think because it's upsetting for people and triggering. Honestly, oh my I think there might oh, be phased out. Do not get me started. They're not allowed don't to get bang. Started. <laughs> <laughs> They're not allowed. You're not allowed to you bang. You still have to get started. Slap. They used to bang the slap the point. Point. They used point. to slap the dashboard. They did. With, a, with a a rolled up A to Z, it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it well. Unfortunately, I'd already failed an actual emergency stop <laughs> earlier in my test when I hit a pedestrian on a zebra crossing. Yeah, about five hundred yards from no, the. You did. I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she did. I've just remembered you this. Can't yeah. blag your way out of that. It turns but out. But we still did the emergency stop, even though I had clearly. <laughs> He knew I struggled with it and still he insisted. <laughs> Sorry, Al, I've Sorry, interrupted Al. Oh, no, yeah. it's fine. We were discussing the uh, cottage pie with potato waffles. Uh, uh, on. I have many thoughts on Is this. it on rate my plate? So has this person then suggested, hey, guys, I'd love you to evaluate this bit of, yeah. in inverted commas, cooking. You've got 4,000 likes and, on and rate my some, plate. And some uh, is is it is the word opprobrium opprobrium? It yes. got some of that. Yes, it yeah. did. The downward thumb. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm now starting to wonder right. if lovely do you, remember, do you remember that time I uh, confessed slash boasted on this show that I had bought a bag of salad and just tipped some anchovies into it yeah. in a hotel? Yeah. And I wonder if really rate my play. It should have been where I went with that anecdote. Maybe my pie, uh, pie and cheese sandwich should get out rate my plate. Sounds oh, yummy. The standard scene. best over there. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm sure you do pretty well on there. I've got a friend who went uh, in his cups, can't be bothered to make like beans on toast we'll open a can of beans and just pour cold baked beans onto a slice of bread unbuttered mm. and just scoop it up and eat that with his hand <laughs> I've eaten them straight and that from is the... Mickey Flanagan okay. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't really get the whole waffles I mean I, I don't think I've ever eaten those waffle versatile things well <laughs> and on that, on They're that really box, nice. we go to the news. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got several conversational plates spinning, uh, one of which is... Uh, rate my plates. Yeah, we should rate those plates. Well, yeah. someone, Al, has, te- has uh, tweeted us with rate my plato. Stephen Burgess as the idea for a website and it's a statue of Plato thanks Stephen favourite philosophers yeah I love well, it you can just have quotes from Plato and write what you think about them that yeah. sounds good that would be really good great idea I'm more of a Stoics guy but I like the You're sound Marcus, of what we're doing Marcus, Marcus Aurelius yeah bit of um, yeah <laughs> um, 240 pinned at the top you can have the idea that the uh, Everything exists in this ideal form that we we can never attain, and we just see it the shadows on the cave wall of mm. reality. That could be if pinned. If you want to call me baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Two four zero has texted because we've been discussing um, uh, what's it called? Cottage pie. Uh, we make our pies with a layer of collie mash. Cauliflower is strangely oh, everywhere. Steaks, mash, rice, all from Collie. Mm. Only been brave enough to mash so far. <laughs> Let's finish. I can't, I can't eat it since the elephant man. <laughs> I, um, it, was, I, it was Stan that put me off it. Can I, Stan. <laughs> can I say one 
uh, thing that is confusing me a lot about this whole shepherd's pie sure. cottage. Sure, sure. Oh, We've cottage. got two kinds of pie, haven't we? We've got cottage pie and shepherd's pie in the world. The yeah. two, the two main. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think a seven-year-old. And then say. there are the sort of the hard <laughs> the rustic, pies, which are a separate. The category, rustic, aren't they? the rustic you've apple. You've got your cottage. You've got your shepherds. But your you know point I mean? is, they're the two um, yeah. rustically named pies. One hundred. Yeah. Now here's what I thought was the distinction. I have, and I've believed this the whole of my long life. Mm-hmm. Okay. That. Shepherd's pie. Yes. It's called shepherd's pie because it's made with lamb. Uh-huh. Correct. And that that is the one that has potato on top because the fluffy mashed potato represents the wool oh, of the I'd sheep. I never thought of that. <laughs> Um, it's collage. I Some, think you might have made that bit up. But no, let's go I, no well, I've, this is what I've believed. You know, oh, okay. Sometimes if you see a very thin... Let the witness be. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes if you see a very thin layer of uh, potato, it's it's post. You know when you see them post shearing. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah you can still see some of the uh, some of the uh, razor marks on. That's them. like my dog after the groomers. <laughs> so that's on his little, little legs. And then I thought, um, can Cottage? I say can I say shearing? That was a great choice by the lambs. If between um, <laughs> leather. The lamb said, no, we'll have the wool thing because you just shear us with the cows. I'm afraid they have to be slayed. It's a good point. But anyway, I I then thought cottage pie, which was beef, and and they they don't live in cottages, so already you're struggling. Or the cows. Yeah. Um, But I thought that the crusty roof of that represented more of a roof-like... Structure. Yes, I mean in a, a lot of thought into this. You could oh, have. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of travelling comedy. <laughs> you could have. Uh, you could have uh, like a shred. Cottage or shepherd. You're just have, looking out the window, thinking of stuff. That's essentially pie. a comedian's life. <laughs> you could have shredded wheat. No, this is what I've believed my whole life. I see. Oh, you could have shredded wheat on the cottage pie for for thatching, for Indeed. example. Oh, that's nice. But that's what I thought was the distinction: the woolly, the mm. woolly mashed potato. Now here. On a, on a on a on a on a cottage pie, I'm told that that's well, where the mashed potato belongs. I remembered the difference, i.e., the lamb, um, mm. because of the shepherds. Yeah. yeah, that's the only way I've remembered it. Yeah, me too. I think Mind that's how most people beef? treat this. Can I say we t- we, <laughs> we trusted that? Some shepherds. don't even know the difference. Yeah, it seems ironic that the the shepherds pie, that, known for the caring of. Lambs. Watching the flock by night. It's where we find those creatures minced. <laughs> Indeed. We trusted him. Well, welcome to farming as a concept. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's a not, cold-hearted business. Not so much not? watching your flock, more weighing them up. They have the, like, you, know, when you, go to a, you know when you go and visit a farmer and they've got like three dogs yeah. lying on the hearth. Don't I was they, always a dog. Tell the farm animals think, well, well, <laughs> what is this deal? Those animals <laughs> live in the house, lie by the fire at night, get stroked and Just fed. Be more useful then, the, mm. anim- the other animals. Be well, more useful, you what? get by the fire indoors. That's one thing about Korea. Be so tasty. In, in Korea, you get equality. They all get eaten. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Communism. That, I'm talking about the South, even. Thanks, on Absolute Radio. Yes, so that was my... I always thought that shepherd's pie had wool on the outside and lamb on the inside, thus reproducing the anatomy of the sheep. Well, I like what you've done. (laughs) 
It's strong on imagination, but and uh, and I suspect a little short on facts. But well, well, what are the crusted pies then? Um, what on the cottage? So, and what are the crusted well, pies? Cottage and shepherds. The, the are the crusted on the shepherds pies then? Are the, they're both the same, I think, on top layer or, or near so enough. So none of them are crusted, in your opinion? What do you mean, crusted? <laughs> well, they have a, cru- they have a oh pastry crust rather than oh, no, potato. No, that's a no, pie pie. Like, that's a hard pie. Sorry, is I'm this sure. last of the summer wine? <laughs> no, that's a different kind of pie. That's more like a pie you'd purchase at a football match. No, or in, no, no. Or in a gastro No, I've, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about, about in a minced beef. <laughs> Well, no. Also, there's a thing that people who have been students. I was a student. Yeah, well, I was a student. Oh. I was a student. Okay, we're all students. Yeah, people Every- are answering their radios now. Everybody's had a drink. But I yeah. never. Um, I, I, I am Spartacus, but I, <laughs> I didn't cook much for myself. I find people who cooked as students basically put tin tomatoes in every meal they ever had and mm-hmm. sweet corn now what i find now is when i if so, if i go oh. to someone's house and they've made well i don't even know what the pies are called now you've thrown in the crust <laughs> theory <laughs> don't fall out over the pie but when they make let's so call it let's call it a cottage pie and then on the in the gravy i can see redness oh, i mean i said put tomatoey things and in you the don't... cottage pie get out. Yeah. It's supposed to be brown. Things. How old are I you? Agree. No, brown I agree. gravy. That's what we're after, not red. It's not really gravy, sweetheart. <laughs> no, it, you're right. You are right. <laughs> exactly with the nail on the head. I totally it's agree. Not, what I'm saying is it's not I don't think you should be having gravy in the cottage pie because you're mix it you're making yeah. it with they're thinking, oh, it'll be kind He's of right. like Moroccan, a bit like Moroccan <laughs> if I do that. Wear the scarf, think... but leave the gravy alone. That's my advice if you want okay. to be a bit Moroccan. Good advice. Okay. Thanks. Good advice. I think maybe we had a different cottage pie. I think you and I are back on agreeing with each other, Frank. Oh. It's like those heady days when we were talking well, about our hotel improvements. You've yeah, turned into exactly. the gravy gang, yeah. and I won't have any part of it. You don't, you don't want tomatoey stuff in a, in a cottage well, pie. Well, I think it yeah. worries me that Save you object it to it because you think, oh, you and your continental ways. <laughs> with yeah, the spag bowl, but I imagine the cottage pie to be a bit of everything in it. Mm. You, the disgust on Frank's face. Well, when I when I suggested it might have a crust on it, you laughed at me like I was a buffoon. <laughs> but now we can have tomatoes in the cottage pie. <sighs> I was going to go out on that, but I'm too upset. <laughs> cottage pie, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, died earlier today. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've had a bit of a scurrilous confession come in. I think I might. Um, shall I say the name and place, or shall help I just it. say? Yeah. It. Is it from one of the royal family? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, they always use a non de plume. Oh yeah. Um, uh, it's come from Barnsley, but I won't say the person's name. Uh, Frank, I've been making cauliflower mash for years. My wife doesn't like cauliflower, but doesn't know I put it in, and always says, "Mmm, they were nice." I don't know what they're um, putting it into, but I'm guessing it's in Ma- the pies. potato or something. Oh, maybe. I, I think Don't tell her, it's my advice. Well. Do the mashed potato. That's why I kept the name. Whether you should secretly feed people things in 2019 is... Uh, oh, yeah, in the you age can't of, do that. In the age of allergy. 
Yes, I think it's, it's what it'll be is called that our in, age? The, in, in the encyclopedia. This is the dawning of the age of the allergy. I think I think the yes. allergy sounds a bit like a an ology or something. Yeah, but I think that's what people will look look back on. They study that for their degrees now. The allergy. Do they? What did you do at university? I did. Uh, I got two on in the allergy. <laughs> I'll tell you something that we haven't. Uh, on, going back to the original uh, root of this pie conversation, the lady with the uh, potato waffle roof. Yes. I do. <laughs> on, on the cottage. If I can go back to, if we imagine putting gravy on that, one thing I like... Gravy? Mm-hmm. ..is it's really going to sit Killing in those indentations. Yes. Well, that, on the top like of the loft pie? insulation. Mm. Yeah, but I like that. I like the idea of the gravy not... Because, you know, the problem with gravy is it slides off into the plate. I wish you'd stop mm. saying gravy. Why? <laughs> because it's <laughs> Just not it. gravy. <laughs> well, the fact is, that is a sauce for the pie. It's a sauce. What is in the cottage pie. No, really. I'm not basil. talking about in. When I have cottage pie, <laughs> I want to put gravy on top of the cottage Why? pie. Why? You're killing case, the food. In case some idiots put tomatoes <laughs> on the inside. You're killing the food. You're destroying the taste but of imagine, the food. You just put gravy on everything. You could put a few bits of mustard hither, thither, give, it, give them a little square of their <laughs> own. Hither, Yeah? It should look like a, a, an about-to-be-completed Rubik's Cube. <laughs> nice. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about Rubik's Cube. Can we... Uh, well, you found one with gravy on it. Can we... Uh, not yet. <laughs> can we discuss... Um, my son, who's seven, has become slightly obsessed with the Rubik's Cube. Who, who'd have thought good, that? Good obsession. Yes, he handed it to me not long ago and said, do you know how to uh, get this in order? And I said I used to move the squares around, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you? I, that's I, the, that surprised It's one of my me. most shameful moments because, do you know, I think I realised at that point that cheats don't prosper. No. Because you could see the residue and I knew I cheated. It's a difficult time to stick with the <laughs> adage cheats don't prosper if you look at the world news, though, isn't it? Because yeah. there's quite, a few, also the quite a few fibbers that have really thrived in life. <laughs> and also the Paddy Power advert with... Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. With Ryan Giggs' brother. It makes exactly the opposite point about it. But sorry, uh, the Rubik's... Oh, um, yes. No, but... It, it's funny enough, I was talking about um, online backgammon the other day <laughs> and I was saying, how do, you, how do you throw a dice on um, online backgammon? At least he didn't say die. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, yeah, well, true. Oh, and I wondered, I said maybe you do actually throw a dice at home and you just tell your opponent what's thrown. Mm. And they laughed in my face <laughs> that anyone would be that trusted. And I would, the idea of throwing a dice in online backgammon and then telling the person another number is as alien to me as unaided flight home after this show. Oh. I would never, would you even think of doing that in, for a second? No, I wouldn't, but I don't know how to play backgammon, so it's a big, I don't. big intellectual leap. I for don't. Me. I was being hypothetical. All oh, right. But do you. Oh, my sheriff, he was. He was a, he was a grandmaster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He was. <laughs> Do you think so? That means if you were, uh, if you played tennis, you yeah. could always be trusted with your with the call, the line call. Yeah. No, because I think the human eye is fallible, yeah. and um, I, I think often those subconscious people, bias as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Yeah, but mm. I, a subcon. I don't think th- those people who call 
for a line things in say professional tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, do you remember when that first came out? Hawkeye. Oh yeah. I remember oh, we yeah. did a joke on the on the chat show saying uh, that there's this new uh, technology that's just been invented called <laughs> Hawkeye, which uh, or in Scotland as they call it, Hawkeye the new. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it was uh, it was decommissioned shortly afterwards. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Can I, I just mean, do? Oh, sorry. No, I was just... Terry and Lincoln needs to speak to you. Okay, Terry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Frank. Omar Sharif played bridge, not backgammon. Oh, I think I you'll think find he you'll played find both. He did play backgammon. You've had a mare, Terry. Terry. <laughs> I, I, I'm not certain, Terry, no. but I'm nearly certain. I'd, I'd be willing to um, I think stand was, by you on that. I think he was a master of both. Yeah, OK. Well, I mean, contrary to the jack of all trades yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Sorry, Al. I um, think um, Frank was about to do... Yeah, I've got, I've got I've, so I've, many gifts to do. I know, I've got a couple of more thank yous. Oh, he's um, 218... Um, I sent me uh, a couple of um, CDs. Remember those? Yeah. And uh, they're recordings called "It's Just Not Cricket" by the Twelfth Man. And he says, uh-huh. "If you, as you love cricket and comedy, you probably heard it already. I haven't. Just in case you haven't, I thought I'd send it to you. Absolutely hilarious. My friends and myself used to listen avidly on our annual fishing trips." So once a year they listened. They loved it so much. Mm. <laughs> but I'm going to try that. And I like, you know, when you get a sign off mm-hmm. and it says um, things like um, all the best or I used to put keep smiling, I'd, something I'd seen written in a Wednesday play by a man who um, went missing, used to send postcards with keep smiling on them. Anyway, oh, nice. it's another story. Mm. Uh, this, uh, my favourite one ever was that we, was, we once had one written to fantasy football by a guy from, I don't know, he was, he was in the sports department in uh, uh, Radio Sterling or something, and he signed it, uh, yours in sport. Yours in sport is lovely. But this one I like very much. He closes with um, keep broadcasting. Oh, nice. Oh, hey, that's, that's good. Bit charming. Can I just say uh, 773, Al? I'm sorry, 774. I'm getting confused because 774 says, last night me and Mrs. 774 mm-hmm. saw the UK's only dedicated Luther Vandross tribute act at the Anvil okay. in Basingstoke. Next week we're seeing Frank at the Anvil. Oh, yes. My wife's uh, comment was, "Frank Skinner will have to go some to beat that." Well, oh. yeah. Well, I, I, I usually bring a fair amount of dross. <laughs> Van, so, I remember Ozzy Osbourne telling me that he'd bought this enormous, like a big, like a big heavy-duty pickup truck. Um, Oh, yes. Uh, thinking that if he had a crash, he would be the one who survived. It was such a chunky thing. And then he said he'd uh, parked it outside his, um, at the, uh, the, the music place where it was his HQ. Mm-hmm. And um, as he parked it, he reversed it violently into a beautiful car owned by Luther Van Rock, <laughs> doing quite a bit of damage. <laughs> Um, do you remember is he no last... longer with us, can we just say? Ooh, Luther Van Dross. Yes. I say Ozzy, I hope, is still around okay. behind me. No, That'd I was just suddenly thinking of Luther, I you might, You might, I don't know what's happened to uh, LVD. But, um... <laughs> that's like, that's a thing! <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they call, that's what they call me in Spain. So, uh... <laughs> 
that's what they used to call me on my Spanish holidays. So, um, now listen, last week, do you remember this? Last week, I had a, someone sent me a book about um, Ray Harryhausen's films. Yes. Now, this is important. It's a called good joke. Uh, Harryhausen the Lost. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, darling. I'm just going to say, you know, Luther, Luther ain't got nothing on that. Yeah, hear you. Anyway, um, yeah, so they, I got a book last week called Harry Harryhausen and the Lost Movies, which was about Ray Harryhausen, who makes oh, yeah. this incredible sort of stop-motion stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it turns out it was from John Walsh. I, I didn't know it was from someone I've met many times and who's heavily involved in the whole Harryhausen world. Mm. And he said, um, his letter explained who he is, and thank you, John, it's brilliant. Can I say, if anyone likes sort of... Anything slightly sci-fi, fantasy, filmy, mm. animation, get this book. It's a, it's a beauty. But he says, uh, Tom Baker and Pat Troughton, both Doctor Whos, have appeared between them in three Harryhausen films. Tom, of course, Golden Voyage's Sinbad, Pat as the blind beggar in Jason the Argonauts, tormented by the flying harpies, and again <laughs> as Melanthius in Sinbad and the Other Tiger. Oh, yes. In my research for the Lost Movies, I discovered a third Lost Troughton appearance, the TV pilot for Gulliver in 1963. <laughs> so these are the sorts of letters that I get and absolutely love. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a brilliant book, though. I'd really, really recommend it, but I'm glad. Now, he just says, very best wishes. It's not up there with just broadcasting. No. Shall we have a competition? We can run it th- run it over the next couple of weeks of best sign-offs. Most enjoyable sign-off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, one that springs to mind that I'd never seen now, but was a commonplace in my youth, was much obliged. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to have gone. But any good, any genuine sign-offs, we'd love to hear them. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Mm. Ross Evans, I always use kind regards at work, but the rest of the time it's all the best. Yeah, they're, they're tradition. I quite, I, I quite like kind regards. Stephen Burgess, here's looking at you, kid. Thanks, Stephen. He wouldn't actually write that, would he, in a, in a letter. I know people don't write letters, but email, whatever. Would he actually write that? Well, you, you might say it. Just, oh, yeah, why not? Or if you write not to the gas board about something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there still a gas board? Well, I know I someone who used yeah. to have never complain, never explain. That was their sign-off. Mm. <laughs> someone we both know. It's been replaced by sent from my iPhone, hasn't <laughs> it? <That's, laughs> oh, yeah, not or, as good. Or sometimes when people oh. adapt that and sent from my wacky device like you know people put funny oh, stuff don't they oh I know well, um, <laughs> oh that's a bit um, speaker's tie isn't it yeah it's a bit John I, uh, Burko jaunty tie when, when I get an email from um, Dennis Leary I don't know if you know he's an American comic yes, comedian I don't know him but I know his work and he's a, he's a good friend of mine and his emails end from the set of Ice Age 9. <laughs> I always say that. When I first saw it, I was thinking, is there a nine? And it's just, it's, it's of course, irony. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, uh, Diablo is the, is that Diego? The uh, saber-toothed tiger in Ice Age. That's, is he? He's cool. the voice of. Oh, lovely. Cool. Yeah. When I introduced, uh, cool. introduced him to Buzz, Buzz was pretty amazed at the voice of Diego oh. coming out of this bloke. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we've also had a, a very enjoyable sign-off. Uh, Hi, Frank and Chums. My five-year-old son wrote a letter to our cat after she vomited on his bed. 
his sign-off was, please get lost forever. <laughs> this has now been adopted as our family sign-off. <laughs> that is great. I've used that a few times. <laughs> the trouble is that cat, it's worked. cats do actually do that, literally. That's when you yes. feel bad about it. <laughs> that, that is a very good... I can't think of an occasion I'm going to use, please get lost forever. Oh, I can. Oh, I can't um, think of an Nate, occasion I'm not going to. Yeah, me too. Nate H... Yours in deterioration. No. Uh, yeah. That's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm of an age now that isn't as funny as it might have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't see them again. Yeah, the, the degeneration game. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> What's this? Someone I... said to me, three cheers, bye. I thought, wow, that'll catch on. Never heard it since. <laughs> <laughs> Like you with the umbrella hat. <laughs> exactly. That'd be a nice friend for you. One six zero. We'll talk. Yeah. Be a nice friend. Says <laughs> that to me. Why aren't you friends with? Uh, she always says that. Because I'm not friends. I always say. There's a bleak silence in the house. Just the sound of a clock ticking. And then we continue on a subject completely separate. Can we just quickly tell you? Um, I think this is. I don't know if we're wrapping up soon, but I like. I think you'll appreciate this one. Eddie Foster met the late great legendary chef Keith Floyd. I asked him to sign my ticket, and his sign-off was to Eddie. Best dishes, Keith Floyd. Oh, wow. nice. That's very good. <laughs> okay. And who was it used to do a drawing of like a kangaroo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Why would you bring that? Up? I shall be in. Um, I shall be in Oxford <sighs> on the twenty-fifth. Um, I mention that because it's, it's, I think it's the only gig on the whole tour that's sold quite badly. That's why I bring it up. Oh, so embarrassing. I know. Why that one? What have I done to upset the people of Oxford? What is it? It's anti-bicycle material. Something. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be like Mugabe's funeral on that <laughs> night. <laughs> um, so if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.